I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Get ready for the ultimate neighbor battle royale. What happened? Every, there's a new policy, new policies being proposed in the state of New York involving everyone's favorite new legalized drug. And that at-home freedom folks thought they were going to have yeah. is now just a nosy neighbor phone call away from blowing up the entire <laughs> neighborhood. Your operation? You're hanging out in the break room, right? It's just Classic Rock, 96.5, WCMF Tommy. It's not just the operation. It's the peace and quiet of everyone that lives within a five-house radius. Is it noisy? Uh, okay. Let me put it this way. As much as people want to tell you differently, it's still not legal to grow your own marijuana in the state of New York. Yeah. Now, that's going to change soon, Tommy. The Office of Cannabis Management is working on establishing rules for legal at-home growing here where we live. Okay. And some of the proposals completely reasonable. For example, yeah. uh, they are going to make it, they want to make it so you can have three mature plants mm-hmm. and three immature plants at all times. Okay. So six total. You can't have more than five pounds of flowered marijuana or marijuana concentrate. The idea behind that rule is that is enough for a household because, by design, growing at home is just for your personal stuff. Right, you're not stuff. selling it. Exactly. No. By the way, if five pounds of marijuana is not enough for you, you've got a serious <laughs> problem. But there are some other proposals that, if passed, are going to cause some major issues. Like what? Well, it'll be on the homeowner too, and I quote, Store cannabis in a manner that prevents theft, loss, or access to people under the age of 21. So you got to lock it up. Well, if I, I read that as if you get this stuff stolen by kids, some of that responsibility falls on you. Okay. And I guess my question is, how can I lock up something that's growing in my yard? Well, no, you'd probably grow it. Unless you have like a fence. Indoor, uh, you know, you'd have like an indoor growing. But thing. that costs a fortune. Yeah, yeah what they call it, hydroponics? Yeah, yeah, something like that. That's how you'd have to do it. Well, That's nope. the only way. You, you can't lock up outside to your point, Well, you, would, you could build a giant fence and put a I lock on that. I think that would be like, in the way like uh, you have like pool regulations, like don't that, doesn't that have to be behind a... A fence? A yeah. fence or but like locked up in some way. you get around that. Like I was thinking a greenhouse. But a greenhouse is just a glass house that you could break into and steal it. Well, I guess, well, I guess if you're breaking into something and stealing it, that yeah, would be a different story. Yeah, they could break into my house, right? Yeah. But I guess what I'm getting at is whatever mm. these regulations end up being, that's more money I have to yes. spend if I want to grow marijuana in my yeah. yard. Mm-hmm. But we've just begun the issues of outside growing, Tommy, because another proposal says the plants must be in a location that is, and I quote, not plainly visible from public view, including the street outside of the residence. So it has to be back tucked away in my backyard. Or hidden if it's in the front yard. 
so it, that I can't see it. It also needs it. to be in the sun so I can grow it. Uh, that kind of sounds like a thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's going to be a problem because, one, you just brought up the sun thing. Mm-hmm. Not good. Kind of also, a big thing when you're growing stuff. There are folks that don't have backyards, right. that own homes. Or their backyard or is city. exposed to other yards, yeah, so you house. don't really have any Especially. privacy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if I don't have a backyard or the room mm-hmm. in the backyard to do it, and the only space I have is in my front yard, but you can see it from the street, am I not legally allowed to grow marijuana on my own property? Because that's kind of messed up. But I can see it, right? So let's say you wanted to grow it in a pot, like a potted plant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you put that on your back deck or your patio. Mm-hmm. But you can kind of see somebody's patio. Yeah. That's illegal. I I don't know because again, how they enforce this, yeah. and you know the spirit of the rule versus what the rule is will be determined by how everything shakes out, mm-hmm. right? I'm guessing the smell is going to be more of an issue than the uh, sight. So it's funny you bring that up, and this is where it starts to affect everyone, whether you are a marijuana person or not a marijuana person. And the phone number is two five two WCMF. By far, the proposed policy that is going to cause the biggest issue. It is on the homeowner to, and I quote, remediate odor issues if they become a nuisance to the neighbors. So just a pot plant growing, Mm -hmm. how bad is the odor? Here, let's turn to our resident uh, pothead. So I know several people have already jumped on the home growing train. No, I can tell by what you're wearing today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I've, I've been, you know, to parties at their house and stuff, and it's really not too bad. Um, I'm just talking about every, the plants sitting there, yeah, yeah. not, not no, smoking. And every now and then you, you may catch a uh. whiff of it on like a windier day. But um, if it's just sitting there, I I mean, I guess they had like kind of bigger yard, so it was, I wasn't too close to it. Okay. You guys are not fully wrapping your heads <clears throat> around how bad that last thing is going to make this. The smell? Okay, look, if someone can smell what you're growing, they can make a phone call. And the major issue that's going to show up are issues that people are already having. Although growing at home isn't legal yet, it doesn't seem like authorities are busting people for doing it because there's a lot of people doing it. And the smell in particular has really pissed people off. How, first of all, if I am growing in my yard, do I keep it from smelling? You can't. No. It's impossible. Unless there's some kind of product that exists. Because all well, you like potheads... breeze the yard? Bro, if there's... There's two things potheads do well. Mm. Make arguments about why it's always been legal the entire time, despite mm. the fact that they're wrong. And then invent products to solve problems with their marijuana. But you'd have to, like, spray it on the plant that might F up the plant. I don't know how this would work. But what I'm getting at is What's this. That? Whether or not the smell is a problem. Mm. Whether or not you can actually see the plants from the street with that other rule. Keep in mind that... Right now, about 4 in 10 New Yorkers are still opposed to legal marijuana in New York State. So they're like lamos. Yes, and that's a very significant number. Mm -hmm. Do not forget, there are also towns in the greater Rochester area that opened it up to their town base, their citizens, and said, would you like to have dispensaries in this town? And there are several towns that voted it down. No. Which means that the population of that town does not want marijuana in their communities. So if you live in uptight town. If you live in uptight town. And these policies pass. All you need is someone to figure out that you're growing marijuana, place a call to whoever it's going to be, and they can say, I can see it from this spot, or I smell it all the time, and you got yourself a situation. So you're going to have to really, to do this, you're going to have to really get to know your neighbors and whether they're cool or not. Because like you're saying, you're really putting a lot in their hands or their nose. Now, to be clear, I Because you've got to be such a dick. Because you smelled some well, pot and I'm one summer day to call their cops. Okay, but that person... And I'm guessing and the plant is less of a problem than when that person is smoking it. Fired up. You know what I mean? And that's if they're smoking right. it. 
Well, if you're growing it, I would assume you're smoking it. Well, you're it. making it a concentrate, too. I oh, mean, it true. depends on how MacGyver you want to get with It's true, stuff. but I'm thinking, like, just, I would have, I would think people using marijuana is more of an issue than growing it. Okay, I would agree with you. But, but someone using marijuana, I can't call the cops yeah. on them because they're allowed to use marijuana. But Look, you get but an uptight dick. Plant. But you see, you call that person an uptight dick. Mm-hmm. That person doesn't see themselves as an uptight dick. No, that person do. sees themselves as defending the sanctity of their neighborhood. I don't want drugs down the street from where I live. I don't want to talk about surprised. My drug car talk. And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. It's okay. For every one of those guys... Or girls, gales, mm. whatever. There are three more like them in the neighborhood that mm. will stand behind them and go, they are doing the right thing. And I would like to participate in you continually calling the Office <laughs> of Cannabis Management to complain about our neighborhood. Yeah. I do wonder, I'm surprised that we haven't heard more stories about it, though. Just based on the amount of people probably already doing it. Uh, unless we just don't hear about it. It's possible that the authorities aren't doing anything because they don't have any direction on what to do. Okay. Yeah. Because that was kind of the story with the stores that were selling illegally without a license for a while before the license places opened up, right? Like, the argument was, they're not really hurting anybody. We don't know what we're supposed to do. But not once there's regulations in place, you're saying? Exactly. It's so funny. So, a few years back, one of the neighbors who lived there before, one of their older kids, every once in a while, you'd see him go in the backyard when he was in town, and he'd be watching the house. He'd be back there burning one. Okay. And then as soon as he lit it up, you could smell it because it was so unique to the to the area, even though I lived next to a college, right? And my wife would be like, man, the drugs are woke up. <laughs> and I was like, what are you going to do? Let the kid get high. Do you think your wife would be the person that if she saw it or smelled the plant mm-hmm. would call somebody? Oh, if there was an operation? Yeah. Oh, but operation, yeah. it's not an operation, it's a personal like story. Like if your neighbor had like Pittsburgh. two or three plants. Her and LL Cool J be in there in a minute. <laughs> you think that she would risk the relationship with the neighbor? It depends on the neighbor, you're absolutely okay. right. Like if she liked the neighbor, you know what they say, hate the child, love the neighbor in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> but I think if she didn't like the neighbor mm. and, the, and there, there was an weed going on, like slack ass neighbor, yeah. 252-WCMF, 252-9263. The Office of Cannabis Management is trying to lay out policies that will legally allow people to grow marijuana at their homes. It's still (laughs) illegal in the state of New York, by the way. But two of the proposed policies are going to make neighborhoods war zones as soon as this happens. One, you have to be able to keep the uh, marijuana in a place where you're growing it, quote, not plainly visible from public view, including the street outside the residence. And the other proposal... It is on the homeowner to, and I quote, remediate odor issues if they become a nuisance to the neighbors. If they, can, if they can smell it, if they can see it, they can call, and you have some kind of issue now. Either you're in trouble or they tell you you got to get rid of the plants, you're not allowed to grow here, which sucks. Under the smelted Delta uh, legislation from Nixon. Here's what really sucks about this. What's that? This grow from home policy mm-hmm. from the state of New York, and this was planned from the beginning was supposed to be the freeway to consume marijuana here, yeah. right? The stuff at the dispensaries is regulated and it's taxed hard. And that was the trade-off of getting it legally in New York, right? Like, we'll accept that, fine. At-home growing was a way for people that wanted to stay on the low or do it more economically to have their stuff with little interference. But these policies, if they pass, mm-hmm. would be taking that away. Yeah, and right? it's so weird because is there's probably no regulation... 
for how much wine I can make in my house. By all those Italians with those wine presses. There has to be regulation. I, know. Well, I know people that, to your point, make beer, like their own beer. They but don't do I, a lot. But. Make your own beer, make your own booze at yeah. home. Right? Will you Google if there's how much wine can I legally make in my house in New York State? I bet you there's a regulation. It's just no one would know. Yeah. And people drink wine. Right. And yeah, and people drink beer and booze and all that. I tell you, my, my father tried to make his own Kahlua on the stove. <laughs> What happened every time he My mother got explosive diarrhea. <laughs> it came out looking the same way it went in. Oh, yeah. Oh, you ain't getting Montezuma's revenge. <laughs> and, like, here's the thing, man. To be fair, there is a logical reason behind all of these proposed rules. Like, mm. you don't want teenage kids stealing your no, weed, keeping it in your yard. No one wants the whole neighborhood to reek a pot all the time, keep it under control. The problem, however, is like we said, there's between 30 and 40% of New Yorkers that are still dead set against marijuana. And that is a lot of people. So it's not out of the question that these policies, which are to ensure everyone gets what they want yes. and are looking for, mm-hmm. are going to be abused by people that just want pot not being grown down the street from where they live. Yes. And that's an issue. Of course it is. It's a major issue. <clears throat> like, what else am I not allowed to grow in my yard where people would complain to the to cops? Grow? I can't think of anything else. Like, is there are poppy, other... uh, poppy flowers? Well, no, my wife grows poppies. What do they make the heroin? Poppies. All right, we, I can grow those? Yeah. You're allowed to buy marijuana seeds legally in America. Oh. Did you know that? Those I aren't federally know. regulated. Oh. Uh, okay. You asked about wine? Yes. Uh, so you can have up to 200 gallons per calendar year if there are two or more adults in the household. Okay, so there you go. There is a regulation. Right. I can have 200 gallons? That's got to be like per 400 year. bottles of wine. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's like a bottle of wine a day. Every yeah. day, mm-hmm. I do. I wonder. I wonder if you won't have to worry about this too much, only because I think that there are a lot of people that are interested in growing, but then once they realize how much work it is, yeah, it's it's gardening, and maybe they do it like one year, and they're like, okay, now I'm good for a while. That's, that's a great point. No, yeah. it's very possible, and let's hope that's the case. Although, mm-hmm. Kimmy, you also know how expensive it is to walk into some of those dispensaries. Yeah, but I, three. Plants produce a lot of marijuana. I love how you're, you're actually, there are people going, what? Oh, okay, now I'm actually definitely going to try that. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, you, I, I don't even think it's something you would necessarily have to do year to year, I guess, depending on how much you smoke. Okay. 252WCMF. We got Facebook messages coming in. I see you guys trying to get in. Kimmy's doing a whole bunch of things over there. We apologize. Uh, this comes in from Amy. Amy says... Why should I have to smell someone else oh, growing marijuana in their backyard? If you are affecting the neighborhood in a negative way, you shouldn't be allowed to grow it at all. In fact, I would be okay with homeowners associations voting whether or not per neighborhood you are allowed to grow marijuana. Thoughts? She is that person. She is that person. She is flyer person. Mm-hmm. She's like march person. Oh, my Petition God. Petition person. Oh, you, my God. You yes. are gr- Uptight Amy. You are grossly underestimating how many Amy's are out there. I'm, uh, listen, I'm sure that the world is slammed full of lame Amy's. Lamey's. 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 <laughs> Lamey. She's a total Lamey <laughs> of the Lamey party. 252 WCM. Let's talk to Tim. Hey, Timmy, what's going on, buddy? Not so much. Hey, I got a bunch of comments on this. I'll try to keep it brief. Uh, as far as if you're trying to grow, you got to make friends with your neighbors. I mean, if you know your neighbor's a, a douche, just stop right there. I guess you got to grow indoors. <laughs> All right, there's check one. The douche check. All right. Uh, and, and not for nothing, if you know a buddy these days, I, I started last year, and it's crazy. It's the first time in my life you can't give the stuff away. 
I'm telling you, you're going to have way too much. Okay, but see, here's the thing. Tim, I get what you're saying, but if we're going by the letter of the law, you've broken two laws in what you did. Because, Tim, you're growing right now when it's illegal technically in New York State to grow it, and you gave it to somebody else, which is also illegal. Well, you didn't sell it, though. But you, Okay, what are you, a pothead again? You fucking gift it to someone. No, you cannot give it to anybody. It's clearly no, written no, no, in the no, law. No, 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 I'm just telling you the reality of what's really No, I get happen. what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, if somebody, because, Tim, there are people that are super paranoid that have never done this before that want to make sure they do it yeah. by the letter of the law. And they don't need the heat. Exactly. And like this may make it harder. But go on, Tim. I'm not criticizing you. I'm well, just throwing it uh, out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By all means. Uh, if you do three plants, here's what I kind of giggle about. Three plants, five pounds? What, what do you do if your plants make more than five pounds? Because that happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> Stop using miracle Grow. Do you have to chuck it? That's a good question. Get a burn. Like I said, hey, man, you want something? No, I'm all straight. Really? <laughs> you know, it's funny, though. Like, Tim, uh, hey, thanks for the call, man. I want to get some more calls. I appreciate it. Have a good rest of the day. You know, Tim says you have to make sure your neighbors are cool with it, mm. which is, I understand, in the world that we've lived in the last however many years, right. yeah, because it's illegal. But this is now legal. Mm-hmm. It's legal. I shouldn't have to get permission from right. my neighbors right. to do something that I'm allowed to do. Right. But there are, I guess you have to sign off on it. No, but- you don't. Yeah. Like, the rules don't say the neighbors have to sign off. The rules say you just don't don't be a dick while you're growing pot. Mm-hmm. But if that person wants to be an extra dick and keep you from growing pot, it they, looks they, like- all, they, they get a vote in this thing, too, right? You're, it ain't you're, you're fair. Lamies. And like, here's the thing, man. You and I don't even smoke. No. We don't use it. We're not going to grow it. But think of it like if you wanted to put a pool in your backyard, right? Yeah. You have a right to put a pool in your backyard. Sure. But there's all kind of rules of just putting the pool in your backyard. Yes. Then there's noise ordinances and how loud you are with your pool and parties. I guess there's always something. Okay, but the pool makes sense because it's safety. Yeah, it is. I got to put the fence around the pool because I don't want somebody to fall in there and drown, right? right? And the noise ordinance, yes, I get it. Nobody wants to Mm. be up at one in the morning hearing all this stuff. But that, a pool compared to this, the pool seems like more of a problem. Maybe it is. Do you get what I'm saying? Right, but yeah, you don't know how cool your neighbor's going to be about your pool or your pot. Or the, how much wine you 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 got 400 jugs of wine <laughs> in your house. 252 WCMM, 252-9260. Okay, have we shaken the pot lawyer tree where all the potheads are going to call up and say, no, this would actually is the rules. <laughs> Let's talk to uh, Nick. Hey, Nick, what's going on, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Good, brother. Good. Um, so I just want to chime in. I do a, a tent in my basement. I got a, an exhaust fan to my dryer sheet, the tube that goes out the house. Exhaust, no problem. You don't right. smell it outside. Um, neighbors would have no idea. It's great setup, and I think it works great. Do you okay. live with anybody, Nick, or, or is it just you? Say it again. Do you live with anybody, or is it just you? My fiance. And she, um, she doesn't she mind. Says, no, when the plant gets into full blossom, you know, sometimes there's an odor that'll linger on the house if the exhaust fan's a little, the filter's getting old. But other than that, there's a, a filter attached to it, a carbon filter that really uh, gets rid of that smell and really doesn't have a problem with it. Every pothead is certified MacGyver. Mm-hmm. Like, if you guys took your energy, <laughs> yeah, seriously. like, we would cure cancer. Just stop smoking pot and use that energy to, like, fix real problems, Nick. <laughs> hey, Nick, let me ask you this question. Like, you bring up all this stuff, and I get yeah. it. You did what you had to do so you could have your stuff. How much money did that setup cost oh, you? Oh, God. Um, probably $400. Okay. I mean, that's less I, than I thought. I grow maybe three to four ounces, and that lasts me three to four months, and then it's time for another harvest. So, I mean... Really, I'm kind of smoking for free, and all my friends are too. So, okay, 
Because I, mean, I guess my question is, if I'm someone that can afford the plants and I'm going to water them and put them mm. in the sun, that's free. Yeah. Right. Other than the uh, but all the, the, the process afterwards. Exactly. Yeah. Like you're you're now once again eliminating people based on economics who can and can't grow their own marijuana. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. Well, it did pay itself off eventually. I mean, now technically, I'm. Um got a nice stash of seeds and i already got the tent and i paid itself off with how much flour it's grown all right all right well nick thanks for the call buddy good luck with your uh, fiance yep. eventually leaving you because she smells like pot all the time <laughs> 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 nick thanks for the call man have a good rest of the day i wonder how many people are going to start this and realize they're really bad at gardening oh yeah because like, a- you do have i mean you have to take care of it yeah, there you is have to pay process. attention you can't just like plant the seed and it pops up is like it that this. hard to grow uh, well, you got to pay well, attention. So the person that I know... It. Okay, you have no experience. Kimmy knows everybody. Yeah. But you got to prove it. It's like any other garden thing. You got to know a little bit about what you're doing, yeah. Okay. You can't just ignore it. And I'm guessing there's a time... You have to know exactly when to harvest that before it goes bust right. on you. How would you know when it smells? Oh, it smells bad. Oh, is that good or bad? <laughs> <laughs> is it really good stuff or do we go too long? It starts to smell like cheese. <laughs> All right, look... I, everybody on hold. I know we have a ton of people waiting. I'm sorry. Sure we do. I, I We don't have time because every time we take a call from mm. someone that smokes pot, we're on the phone for seven minutes. Yes. It's like a dead solo. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Sometimes things are not as they seem. What happened? Well, for example, Tommy, there's been this idea that folks in their 20s and 30s are lazy, mm. unmotivated. Slack ass. And that's why they can't afford to buy a home. Yeah, because you're dragging. Yeah. But some new information mm. we have might blow that idea out of the water. Because the same people that are saying these things about these kids mm. not buying homes are the reason these kids can't buy homes. But who are these people? You're hanging out in the break room. It's just classic rock, 96.5 WCMF. Are you ready for the most shocking number you will hear this week, Tommy? Shock my ass. All right. In 1980, 
the average age of a second-time home buyer, a person buying their second house, mm-hmm. was 35 years old. The, the second home. Yep. So they got their starter house. They lived there for a couple of years, and they were now moving into their forever home. Because they probably married young. Yes. I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, that was the way. At a high school, college, everything. You got it. Now, let's flash forward to 2024. Mm. Can you guess what the average age of a second-time home buyer is today? I'm going to say 50. Okay. Kimmy, you want to take a shot? Uh, I already know the answer. Okay. So the average age of a second-time home buyer in America right now is 58 years old. So that means you're going into basically a... You're downsizing. Yes. That's what my assumption would be, yes. yeah. Yes, Because you wouldn't upsize at that age. That e- that age in 30 years, 40 years, mm. has exploded by 20 wow. years. Do you know what this means, Tommy? Well, it means they're selling their house and, and buying a smaller place. Yes, but it also means folks that are buying homes are never moving out of them. They but buy- they're also gobbling up starter homes. You got it. Because they're smaller homes. Or family homes. Or they're moving into like those 50 plus communities. Yeah, yeah, things like that. Okay. And with that, this new information, according to real estate experts, is the biggest reason why we have all these home buying struggles. So they're not leaving. Yes. They're not putting their houses on the market, which people in 1980 were doing, which allowed first time home buyers to buy starter homes. Mm. The, The homes that they are buying, they are living in from 25, 30, all the way until they're 58 years old. Yeah. Even more interesting. What's that? Tommy, the average age of a first-time home buyer in 1980 was 30. Today, it's 35. So the average American is buying their first home at the same age today that their parents were buying their second. Yeah. And folks bitching and moaning about these kids not having enough money and being too lazy to get a house are the exact reason why these kids don't have a house. All right. Right? So here's the thing. Mm. There are legitimate reasons why folks are holding on to their homes longer, Tommy. Okay. Uh, super low interest rates from back in the day. Right. You don't want to give those up. There's also a ton of people who got amazing deal on houses during the housing crash of 08. Oh, yeah. You bought it when it was going into or when it was in foreclosure. Yeah, you you're, scooped them up. Yes, mm. and you're sitting on a gold mine. Mm. You will never find a house deal like that for the rest of your life, and you want to die in that house. And the fact is... Even for the folks sitting on these really nice homes, if you've paid the whole thing off, selling it to move somewhere else is probably going to be a downgrade, Mm -hmm. right? Because the money you're getting from that house, even if it's paid off, Mm -hmm. may buy you less house. There's no incentive to sell. Yeah. But it creates a problem without a solution, Tommy. Yeah, because the only way you're getting to that house is when they check out. Exactly. And I don't mean just like going into nursing homes or anything, and then the family Assumes it or something, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. Yes. Well, I'm just thinking like um, when my husband and I were looking at homes, like you could tell a lot of the homes we looked at, it wasn't people in like their 50s, 60s selling it. It was people in like their 70s, 80s. It was that old. Yeah. Like you could just tell by the decor and like, you know, yeah, they've been there photos around. Like they, they, that's a house that they've held on to forever. Okay. That's a great question. 252-WCMF-252-9263. For the folks that are still trying to find a house right now, and I know how frustrating it's been for all you people. I mean, we watched Kimmy go through it even mm-hmm. before the market yeah. exploded the way that it did. Are you seeing nothing but old people stuff when you are walking through like, these homes? I mean, oh, you got to. Yeah. And like, I wonder what the youngest person listening right now who sold their home is recently. Like, is there anybody that has sold their home recently in their 30s or 40s? Doesn't sound like it. Well, I mean, where um, well, are they I going? Know, I, I mean, we bought our house. Uh, we ended up buying our current home from um, a guy who was in his 30s. Okay. But he had also bought that house um, before, like you said, but way before everything got nuts. So 
I don't know how common that is, but I think that there are people out there that, that you know, got on the train early. 252-WCMF, 252-9263. New information shows that in 1980, the average second-time homebuyer, someone buying their second home, was 35 years old. Today, the average second home buyer is 58 years old. People are buying houses, they're staying in them forever, and that is keeping people from being able to buy starter homes, yeah. which means there's no place for them to live. So, Tommy, when it comes to the problem without a solution, yeah. there are no affordable homes because people won't sell. There are homes that are being built but way too often, they're too expensive for first-time homebuyers. So th- that's where my head went. So, like when I was a kid, the big thing was like people that lived in these t- these towns that were called Levittown. Okay, and that was a developer that went out on Long Island and on the outskirts of like Philadelphia and built really cheap, affordable first-time homes. They were like tr- they all looked the same. They were just rows and rows and rows of houses, and they still exist, obviously. Sure, <clears throat> but those were like GI guys that came out of World War II and all that stuff. But that, that, that was affordable housing. It seems like now is like the perfect time for one of these developers to do that. They don't have to because home prices are so expensive. They can build these bigger houses and people are like, ooh, house, don't care what it costs, I'll take it. But there's a market for that lower end home buyer too. Like sure. you could do that and this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, look, that makes You could perf- get their money too. That's the solution. It makes perfect sense. But if I have X amount of time to build a development, do I want to make this much money for affordable homes uh-huh. or do I want to make this much money for homes that people are going to buy? But they but they could slap up those cracker, we used to call them cracker jack houses. Sure, yeah. And Florida was full of them. Well, bro, man. I mean, if you drive through Gates, if you drive mm-hmm. through Rondequoit, that's what you're describing. Right. And that's that's what that's what got working people into homes. Yes. Like your like your mom and dad. Yeah, no, I mean, look, the house you're describing is the house that I grew up in. Three bedroom house, tiny little yeah. place, right? One, One bathroom. bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Like, but you know, it served its purpose. It did. It but got th- you. It gets you through it. It gets you started. But then again, you know, we talk about this. My dad and my mom were also those people that they were going to die in that house if the bank didn't come and take it away. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, and- your mom was going to die in that house. Your dad in another place. <laughs> What makes it even more frustrating, the problem without a solution, rent has gotten so expensive. Too damn high, I hear. It's keeping people in their 20s and 30s from being able to save money they would need to buy a house. So you're locked in. You're you're trapped. You got it. So the question becomes, what the hell changes where people that need homes Mm. can get homes? Because either older folks are going to have to sell sooner, and that's not going to happen. No. These new homes would have to get more affordable, and that's definitely not going to happen when there's money to be made. Or the rent needs to come down, and that's the least likely of those three to happen, right? It is a problem with zero solution. Well, there is a solution. It's it's kind of a morbid one, but like people like my brother who are now in their 70s, when they check out, those homes are going to go in the market. How much is your brother's home worth? Uh, Probably millions. But so but Kenny's I, but, out. Well, okay, but, wonder, but I'm saying people like I, not, I'm using my brothers as an example. They're wealthy men, but there's but there's like regular people in like these in these neighborhoods, like in Henrietta okay. and in Webster, that have been in these houses for 40 years that are going to check out, and those houses are going to go in the market. But that they might, off or might they get left to a years. family member. Well, yeah, but they're going to unload them. No, Maybe. no, Kimmy's. Kimmy's I know right. people that have moved. Have I know younger couples that are moving <clears> into. <throat> Older family members' homes. Once that family member, you know, moves on to like a retirement home yeah, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. Well, then you're screwed. I mean, that was my solution. <laughs> I mean, like, tell me solution. Why don't you just die? Die, you old. I guess like, to your point, if there's nobody that wants to take care of it or wants to deal yeah. with it, sure, they'll put it on the market. But I mean, that's the only other solution I can think of. You're not going to build affordable housing. Sure. 
No, no, you're right. And look, it just takes one, and maybe you're right. Maybe there is somebody out there that looks at this problem and goes, I can build affordable homes and I can make myself a gajillionaire, and that's what solves all this stuff. Good luck moving into that fire trap. See, but for God's sake, well, that's going to be. It. But that's the other problem is you're going to move into a place that's going to be built on the cheap. <sighs> and you could be in, you know, tornado bait alley. Well, you know, the other problem is nobody wants, quote, affordable housing in their neighborhood, right? right. Like if somebody Because it has a connotation of, it, you know, problems. Which is funny because that could be your kid. That your kid needs that affordable housing. But yeah. your kid's going to be running up and down the street with his mullet on his dirt bike, <laughs> flipping me off, throwing firecrackers at my cat. So you smell all that weed coming from his yard, throwing firecrackers at my cat. <laughs> Every kid's going to look like that quarterback for Jacksonville, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Tupac GWCMF. All right, you folks will be on hold again. In 1980, the average second-time homebuyer, person buying their second home, was 35 years old. Today, the average second-time homebuyer is 58, meaning people are buying a house, holding on to it forever, and uh, real estate experts are saying this is the biggest problem as to why homes are so expensive and they're so hard to come by. Nobody is moving out of their houses. And the irony being, those folks in their 50s and 60s that have been yelling for years, oh, these kids are lazy, they don't know how to mm. save for a house. They're the reasons they can't get houses. <laughs> uh, let's talk to Mike. Hey, Mikey, what's going on, buddy? Hey, good morning. How you doing? Good, man. What do you got? So, we moved into our house in 2016. Our neighborhood was built in 92. Okay. And that's exactly what we're seeing is people aren't moving out because where are you going to go? You want to downsize, but you can't go to Florida. That smaller house. That smaller house is the same as what you pay yeah. for yeah. your four-bedroom house. So these older people are staying in these big houses because, I mean, you're not going to get anything cheaper. So what's the solution then, Mike? <sighs> I don't really think there is one, like you said. People are going to stay. Oh, you got to die. You know, where are you going to go? Like I said, you can't go anywhere. Every, the smaller houses that people used to move into when they got older are just as expensive as the bigger houses were when they bought 30 years ago. It is insane, man. And you keep thinking, you know, we are the dumbest people on the planet, Tommy and I, because mm. four years ago. We sat in this room when yeah. Kimmy was looking for a house, and yeah. we go, Kimmy, Kimmy, just wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, well, that was everybody's yeah. solution. Yeah. Yeah. Wait for the wait, dip. Yeah, and yeah. we said that, and in that time, the average home price in Rochester has legitimately doubled. Yeah, give it a give mine, it a year or two. Mine has doubled since I bought it. That's good if I You're want rich. to sell. But the only way I sell is if I move south. Yeah, I hear you. Well, I, you know, you can't afford to sit stay here. Well, Mikey, thanks for the call, buddy. Have a good rest of the day. All right. Appreciate uh, your time. Have a good day. There, thanks, Mike. There goes Mike. Mike can't catch a break. He can. He's got his own house. got to go I, south, man. Stupid Mike. <laughs> there, is one, uh, there are a couple of good things coming from this. Because you've you got to find the sunshine in the darkness mm-hmm. sometimes, right? It is creating new business ventures and reigniting older ones. Because your solution, Tommy, was affordable housing. Yeah. It's coming, but not in the traditional way. Like the old track houses. Yeah. So shipping container and tiny homes have become very popular for millennials. Mm-hmm. So that means they take an old, like you see on a boat, yep, and they container. turn it into a house. Yep, yeah. they buy cheap Tiny land, home. Yep, and they get prefab home plans, and they go to work on mm. these shipping containers. And it's become so popular, Kimmy can back me up on this, you can go to Etsy. You're familiar with Etsy. Etsy. It's like it's a, a craft, craft website. Yeah. Okay. So you can buy like shirts <laughs> Small and business okay. people, yeah. But on Etsy, there are people that will sell you blueprints to build homes out of shipping containers. But that sounds like shantytown. Like it's going to look like a very ugly... Neighborhood. Some of these shipping container homes, you would have no idea. I understand that, but like, what's that? 
What's that going to look like in 10 years? That's a good question. You know, if you live there up, and you're, saying? you're living in container town. Okay. Well, you got container kid up and down the street <laughs> on his mini bike with his goddamn moped throwing fireworks at my cat. Because <laughs> you live in Trevor Town. <laughs> so I've seen on social media. Go Jags. <laughs> and this just isn't like a uh, 20s, 30s kind yeah. of thing. Um, I've seen people buying like big plots of land with groups of people and building tiny homes together yeah, on that plot Yeah, but that shows up in the news like 10 years from now with all the dead bodies. <laughs> She's right. That no, sounds like it's, religious it's cult. I think it's a common thing. Communes, people have been building yeah. their friend that, communes. That yeah. creeps me out. Well, and it's also got, look, you, you, there's no way you can live next to all of your friends. You, yeah, you're going to figure out, out really quick who you don't want to be friends with anymore. Jim Jones. <laughs> but you're living, Kimmy doesn't know who that is. You don't yeah, know Jim the Jones. Cult I've, I've watched many cult documentaries. Okay. You're right, I forgot you're a weirdo. Oh, also, we're seeing the return of what they're calling the classy trailer park. Okay, so similar to what we're talking about. I've yes. known some. There's some places in Florida. They are legit trailer parks that look amazing. That have golf courses and marinas. Yep, and they're like fully landscaped, and they're like you would you Just wouldn't even homes. know. Yeah, they're. Trailer parks, but those things are not cheap. Okay, so it's cheaper than buying a house. Yes. And what you're talking about are like people that are downsizing older folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been trailer parks that are opening up, and they have High like end. yeah, like a 1950s feel to it, almost like a windstream kind of thing. But okay, bigger. well then you can't move in. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time you're going to encounter. Not yeah. here, son. <laughs> and it's a lot of young people okay. that are moving in and making. But they look like 50s style. Well, yeah, it's like it's. It, mm-hmm. Think back to like Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. Kind like of style. Back, yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, that'd be cool. Well, yeah, it's cool. I mean, I guess it's just you don't. Have... But you're not going to want to. I, I guess the problem with those houses is you're not going to want to be in them forever. You know, you're going to want to move on. Sure. Because you're going to outgrow your container. Yeah, but I mean, it's also, it's, it's same but it gets thing you as an door. apartment, right? And, and you're at least, you know, you're putting money into something that isn't just being lit on fire like rent. But I don't know either, like, does that increase in value because it's a container house? Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, you because know, you, you, like trailers, notoriously mobile homes, stuff like that, don't hold their value. Sure, yeah. Get you in a door, but that's it. You're not building up equity. Well, but then again, that was back in the day. Who knows now with how expensive everything is? You want to hear something sad? Yes. My niece, who born and raised in Bama, her and her third husband used to sell used mobile homes on a lot. Not mobile homes like, I'm talking about the ones you live in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, well, I mean, people need places to live. I know, but it's like one of the most crooked goddamn businesses. <laughs> For God's sakes, man. Bro, come on. Yo, why did somebody build affordable homes? That's a million dollar idea. My niece did this and it was the crooked business. Come on down, Alabama's cro- crooked rebels. Uh, try the General Lee. She's a double wire. If you see my cat missing one foot because that damn kid throwing firecrackers at it. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, so here's the best business plan we can come up with. What's that? Are you ready? Yep. If you have a product mm-hmm. that people want, yeah, what do I do? You need to charge them for it. Oh. Because when you charge them for it, you make money. Okay. And I know that sounds really simple, mm. but a lot of people, including folks that called this show three months ago and called us idiots, believed that when this company started charging everyone for using their product, mm. it was going to ruin them. Going to tank them. Yeah. Turns out. They were wrong. Right. You're hanging out in the break. We're watching this classic rock, 96.5 WCMF. So three months ago, yeah. Netflix decided to cut way back on the amount of people they were allowing to share passwords for their service. Yeah, they started cracking. They're you cutting got, you off. It was estimated, despite Netflix being the most popular streaming, ser- <clears throat> streaming service on the planet, mm. that more people were watching it for free than were actually paying for it. Because you have multiple people on one account. Right? You got it. You got it. So they put in these new rules, and everyone that has Netflix has become a victim of this Mm -hmm. the last couple of months. But when they did it, people freaked out. They estimated that now charging people for accounts would cause everyone to cancel their accounts, and it would bankrupt Netflix. And when we laughed at that Mm -hmm. idea, people called the show and yelled at us and said we were stupid. I'm out. Well, (laughs) in just the last three months, Netflix has picked up... 13.1 million new subscribers. So those people got kicked off of plans Mm -hmm. and then signed up for their own plan. Yep, they couldn't stay away. Exactly. So now Netflix has 260.8 million paying customers worldwide, which is an all-time record for any streaming service that's ever existed. Mm -hmm. It is so many customers. How many is that, Patrick? Apple TV, which is a very popular streaming service. uh, They have 15 million subscribers total. Total? Total. Compared to... Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. 25 million subscribers total. Compared to... 260. Oh. But in just the last three months, Netflix just gained more than half of the subscribers Apple TV has, period, just by deciding to charge Mm -hmm. everyone that used their product. But it makes sense because, like, I watch Netflix... At least four times a week. Yeah, but you're also a freak when it comes to your streaming services. I love them. I know. It's because they constantly put out new stuff that's great. Like, I but want- I don't even think you have to be that addicted to it. If you just latch on to one, one or two shows uh, on yeah. Netflix and it gets cut off, I think people are just, I got I to gotta 
now I need it. Mm-hmm. No, and, you're right. You know what I mean? You don't even have to be somebody that watches it all the time. It only takes one show to hook you. And coinciding with Netflix charging people for the accounts, they put out two monster shows. One that you guys are obsessed with, The Crown. Yep. Oh, the, yeah. The oh, Royal yeah. Family yep, yep. Drama. It just wrapped up. And then uh, <laughs> a new movie, The Killer, which apparently people are oh, all over. Oh, check that out. Yeah. So I even, like, my, like, my list, mm-hmm. I started banking it. Like, that thing goes on for, like, a mile. <laughs> like, I think there's probably some, like, Bob Hope special back there. Okay, you know when they pull things off of Netflix, it disappears from that, right? But so far, they hang pretty good. You wouldn't know because you don't check it yeah. every day. You just keep adding stuff to I it. Do. <laughs> When's the last time you went through all of it? I, I, you couldn't. It'd be impossible. I'm There's telling so you, man. Stuff. I, I'm, oh, I'm see, oh I, you know, I just, it's like I'm like a kid. There was one time where I started watching something that I already watched. Oh, I've done that. And I realized, no, I've seen this. I've definitely seen this before. I've done it. So it seems, mm-hmm. with this information we have in front of us, the death of Netflix was greatly exaggerated. Yes. And look, it makes sense. As expensive as these streaming services have gotten compared to what they were when they first started, yeah. It is still the best deal when you take a look, stand back and take a look at everything else. Mm -hmm. And Netflix, it does feel like has the best programming and the most stuff you can watch without commercials. Mm -hmm. And they constantly put new stuff up. Yeah. Because, okay, look, the commercials are really starting to piss me off on other streaming services. Mm -hmm. I pay for Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. I pay for Hulu. Yeah. And you still make me watch commercials on half of the things I want to see. And the worst part is they put a countdown on it. Yeah. Don't tell me. Don't even tell me how long I have. Oh, Peacock does that, too. Yeah, Yeah. but but what am I paying for if you're making me watch effing commercials, man? But they're not as many commercials, I guess. I don't care. I'm paying you. I'm still a break in whatever I've been viewing. You're making double money. I'm subscribing and... And you're getting advertising money. Here's the thing. Like, if I want to watch football on Peacock or hockey or Mm -hmm. whatever, I have to watch the commercials on that because it's a broadcast, which I'm fine with. Yeah, it's live. Just commercials, commercials, commercials. (laughs) How are they going to mix in stuff you have to pay for also with stuff that's free? But maybe that's why some of these services might be cheaper. Because, like, Peacock's fairly cheap compared to, like, what you pay for Netflix. Hulu and Amazon Prime. Yeah. Well, Amazon Prime's built into your... Amazon account though, yeah, right? So you're true. paying for so you'd probably everything. have it anyways. Okay. So it's sixteen dollars, but I also use it to do everything else. Here's yeah. what pissed me off about Amazon. Here's what pissed me off about Amazon Prime. <clears throat> I get on there mm-hmm. and it's like, ooh, I like this movie. I would like to watch it. And you oh, click on it, it and it's like five dollars. Not yeah. always free. Well, well, no, why, why even put that up there? I'm not going to give you more money, you dick. But I might do that because I'm going to go. Well, that's what I, I spend more than if I went to a movie theater no, like but, that. Like I've been waiting for that Oppenheimer to come out. Okay. And I saw it now that it's coming out soon, but I don't know if they're going to whack me for it or not. I guess if you're like planning on seeing a movie, that makes yeah. sense. I'm talking about I'm just going through stuff and I'm yeah. like, ooh. Oh, that looks interesting. Then, Amazon oh, does have some of those. Screw you, man. Screw you. And you know what I'm not going to do? Cancel it because I'm a puss. No, I'm of course not. Bitch and moan yep. and keep doing it and getting mad because mm-hmm. it sucks. But it, 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 this is the future, man. We're all going to have all these services. Like I know eventually I'm going to have every one of them. Mm-hmm. You kind of do. Yeah, what don't you have? I don't have Disney Plus, right. and I don't have uh, Paramount. Yeah, but when Paramount, is that like Paramount? I, I, I didn't want the expensive one. No, you want the Paramount. <laughs> oh, excuse me, Grammar well, I get, you, don't, you don't need you, Disney you get Plus. The Maybe Network, too. Also, one of my swords. <laughs> <laughs> one word. That's all you got. You got one word on so it. I got one word. Every word you say, <laughs> it pains you to come out of your mouth. No, but like, I just feel like there's going to be a Bills game or something you, yeah. you're going to have to pay for. I'll get that. I have a grandchild, so I know Disney Plus is yep. coming because that's going to be a thing. Yeah. Even with my teenagers, like, 
my youngest has gotten into Indiana Jones for some reason. Like the old ones? Yeah, like all oh. of them. I don't know why. What an adventure. Okay, fun. but I don't know if I should be like- new movies. So how many 11-year-old girls yeah. do you know that's like, I want to watch Indiana Jones? Like, I'm still, I'm I'm slow playing this one. Because okay. I don't want to- Figure out where this goes. Yeah. Like, I, I obviously don't want to like stifle whatever she's into, right? Like, I'll watch it with you, but like, I don't, okay. Yeah, the old ones are super effing violent. Bro, like, I have to sit there and like cover her eyes. I mean, there's watched... some rough stuff, and I forgot how bad it was back then. So not Raiders of the Lost Ark. What's the one where they pull that guy's heart out of his chest? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We oh. watched that one the other day, mm. and I, I forgot how horrible. Like, the original one was bad. All of it. Mm. The only one Do they that, make the new ones more kid-friendly? I haven't watched those yet, because yeah. I heard they suck. But the only one that isn't, like, completely terrifying is the one where it's got Nazis in every effing scene. <laughs> yeah. Right? The Last Crusade. So what what, what service has all those? Disney Plus, because they yeah. have oh. all of those, like, they Disney a owns lot. a ton of catalogs. Yeah. So mm. even if you if you got Disney Plus, you would probably enjoy that, too, because it's yeah. got a bunch of movies from the 70s and 80s love that, that you love. Mm-hmm. And The Simpsons. Yeah, well, look at that. All right, so the bottom line is this. We're every, broke. <laughs> everyone decided to pay for Netflix, and if a company has a product, they're probably going to charge you for mm-hmm. it. And I guess that's how capitalism works. You can't be that mad. And then they're going to slowly turn the heat up on the prices. Yes, they are. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 